0: You walk out of the house, slamming the door behind you. At your back, your big brother is laughing hard. He just played a prank on you. Never mind, you're used to it already. Everyone has always loved Jamie. He's the cool jock in your family, even for your parents. You, on the other hand, are something of an outcast. At school, you get average grades, not excelling at anything in particular. No one notices you much, and you're okay with it. You have a small group of classmates you consider friends, but whenever you're together, it's them talking and you listening silently. You're fine with that too, or were at least, until you found out they had been hanging out at one of the kids' place without inviting you. Then you shrugged and got on with your lonely life. It's okay. Being lonely is something you got used to pretty early. When everyone around didn't even try to understand you, It became a normal part of your life. You even started to like being a loner a little bit. You could do whatever you alone wanted, and sometimes felt pity for your big bro. He had to always check if his friends wanted, say, to go to the movies before going there himself. And then there's this guy Micah. He's your classmate too, but he's your polar opposite. He's handsome, always surrounded with friends and admirers, and he's the best at sports. You wonder if he's been practicing that radiant smile of his in front of the mirror. It's too Hollywood-like. Micah gets all kinds of awards and praise from everyone, including teachers. You're not jealous or anything, but it feels a bit unfair that he's getting all the attention. It's a good day today, so you decide to spend your big break outside in the park. You find a quiet spot, put down your book bag, and sit down, enjoying the sun. You search in your bag for your lunchbox and find it missing. Looks like Mom forgot to pack it for you this morning. Ah, well. You grab a candy bar hidden in a separate pocket, exactly for such a case, and start chewing. Then, you notice a familiar figure not far away. Micah, alone and kind of shady. He's totally unlike his usual self, hunched over and full of thought, as if something's bothering him. You watch him as he sits down on the grass, too, leans back on a tree with his eyes closed. After a while, you head to class, and Micah remains sitting there, and it looks wrong. The next day, everything's back to normal. You slam the door to your brother's booming laughter, listen quietly to your classmates' chit-chat, and watch Micah bathe in the limelight. Then the big break comes, and you go to the park again. Thankfully, this time, the lunchbox is on you. In no more than ten minutes, you see Micah again, and he's as gloomy as yesterday, if not worse. He lands next to a tree again and leans back, eyes closed. Maybe you've been staring too hard, because after a few seconds, he opens his eyes and looks straight at you, unsmiling. You quickly look away, but from the corner of your eye, you see Micah getting up and approaching you. Hey, you're Alex, right? Yeah, and you're Micah. We're in the same class. I know. I wanted to talk to you. Surprised with him being so earnest, you invite him to sit with you. The conversation is awkward at first, but then you realize you're getting interested in Micah's opinion on different subjects. And there's a spark in his eye, too. You talk for the rest of the break and then go back to school together. There, he's immediately surrounded by his followers and transforms into his old self, seemingly forgetting all about you. You shrug and trudge behind to the classroom. The following day is the same old song, but this time, Micah approaches you in the hall and suggests you two go for a walk. You go outside and talk. A surprising thought occurs to you. It's the second time someone actually wants to hear what you have to say and listens to you. Micah is different with you, too. He's earnest again and doesn't flash that smile at you at all. It feels like he actually cares. But when you return to school, it's all back to normal. Micah's all fun and jokes, you lagging behind, invisible. Two weeks pass like this, and all this time you find yourself more and more enjoying Micah's company, waiting for each big break to get a chance to talk to him. One day, as everyone's leaving school, you're packing your books into your bag. Nobody's waiting for you, so you take your time. But then you notice a shadow. Micah's standing next to you, and there's no one else but the two of you. He says he'd like to take a walk home, and he'd be glad if you joined him. You agree, and you leave school together. The walk takes more than an hour, and all this time you're talking, discussing lots of stuff. You have a lot in common, but something is nagging you. Not far from your house already, you finally ask him why he chose you in the first place. After all, he's so popular and has so many friends. Micah's reaction is surprising. He grows moody and says they're not his friends. Then he says he's got homework to do and sets off at a fast pace. Perplexed, you trudge home. Your brother meets you in the doorway with a bag of trash telling you to throw it in the dumpster with a smug grin. Next day, Micah's not at school. You don't ask anyone about it, but you overhear a conversation that he's on a sick leave. He doesn't appear for the rest of the week, and you realize it makes you sad. The weekend passes, you come to school, and when you don't see Micah again, you feel anxious, surprising yourself. The week goes by painfully slow. That weekend, you stay in your room and don't even notice your brother's and parents' worried looks. On Sunday evening, your brother quietly knocks on your room door and you hear him scram as you yell at him to go away. No one bothers you that night anymore. Monday. You head out without saying a word and fail to notice that your brother didn't even try to play some silly prank on you. You get on the bus and take the furthest seat staring out the window, ignoring the joyful chatter of other kids. You walk in your classroom without looking around. Throw your book bag on your chair and tear the books out of it. You wake up from your thoughts when you realize it's too silent around. You look up and see everyone staring at you. Then someone touches your shoulder from behind. You turn around sharp and see it's Micah. You stare at him and then look around again, and rush out of the classroom, almost knocking down your teacher. She yells for you to come back, but you only pick up the pace and burst out of the school. You only half understand what you're doing yourself, but then you hear a familiar voice calling your name. It's Micah. He's running after you. You stop and look at him indignantly, and when he catches up with you, he puts his hand on your shoulder and says, I'm sorry, let me explain. It turns out Micah's always sought others' approval and praise, and worked hard for that, too. He's never had anything to complain about. Loving parents, adorable little sister, and his family was pretty rich, so he could get whatever he wanted. And yet, whoever he met, he soon realized they were only interested in his family's money, not him. So Micah began working on his own image. He did well at sports and studied hard, and his innate sense of humor lifted everyone's mood. For some time, his popularity gave him confidence. But then he saw it again. People were gathering around him, not because they liked him, but because they wanted a piece of his glory. It all came back at him at once, and he realized he'd fallen into his own trap. And then he saw you. A quiet kid who's never even tried to butter him up. He was tired of wearing his mask, And when he met you in the park, he saw his chance. It was great to talk to someone who was genuinely interested in him personally, not his achievements. So when you asked about his friends and popularity, Micah became afraid that you might be just another one of them. And yet, he says, he realizes now that it wasn't the case. He's sorry, and you see it in his eyes. And after his story, you decide to skip school for once and make up for those two weeks apart. It seems neither of you is lonely anymore.